Two stories. Today is 9-11, and I think for most of us Americans, we, we think about the, the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Um, I don't have too much to say. Um, I'm just one of, you know, millions of people that were affected by it. Billions of people. Um, but I do, it's, it's interesting how these, these sorts of life events, you remember, you remember exactly where you were and, and what was happening. Um, even with my pretty horrible memory, I can remember, um, I was living in, in way outskirts, Tempe, Arizona, Mesa, Arizona, actually. And, um, I remember waking up and there was just something different, just like the way the, the radio, you know, normally you wake up at, at the time, you know, early two thousands, you're, you're waking up to the radio and, um, the radio was just different. Um, you just knew it within 15 seconds of waking up, something was wrong and it changed our world forever. Um, there's, there's no getting around that, um, you can't go to an airport without being affected by 9-11, um, whether you agree or disagree with, you know, some of those practices that are now in place. Um, it, it completely changed our world forever, changed politics, it changed everything. Um, and all these people lost their lives, all these innocent people lost their lives. On a happier note, I rented a trailer for what I think is my last camping trip of the season, unless I decide to get crazy and go winter camping. So I've wanted to experiment with a teardrop trailer or teardrop trailer camping. Um, you know, I've been doing tent camping for years and years and years. Um, Sarah and I rented an R-Pod once, and so um, that was kind of disastrous. And so I was like, you know what? I, th I think a teardrop might be a better fit where you have this sort of like fully enclosed area and you have a kitchen, um, but you don't have like waste tanks and all that other kind of gross stuff. So I was, I was admittedly nervous. Um, I think towing a trailer can, can, at least for me, it gives me anxiety. It, it did originally anyways, like this, this thing that I don't, don't do. And it's somebody else's property. And, you know, cause I was renting it. Um, it's kind of like an Airbnb of trailers, but it, it checked all of the boxes. So, um, I, I pulled the trigger on it. Um, and so I, I practiced for about an hour in a parking lot, uh, backing up because backing up is really what gave me the anxiety. It's small enough where it's not going to put a tremendous amount of load on my car. Um, so it wasn't, the towing wasn't, wasn't giving me the anxiety. It was the backing up part. Um, you know, do I pull it into my driveway? How do I pull it into my driveway? Everybody's watching me, you know, all those things. Um, so I, I was not, remotely comfortable, uh, backing up even after my sort of hour of, of testing and training. And, you know, I did watch some YouTube videos on tips and tricks on how to back up a trailer because it's big enough where you don't have complete visibility. So you kind of have to go with like, you, you know, practice and your, your guts and I don't know, whatever else. 
but um, at least I got a little bit better in that hour. Um, and then by the time I got to the camp spot, I found a camp spot where I didn't have to worry about other people watching me. Um, I actually found something that was completely remote. Um, and that kind of helped bring my anxiety down. So I was able to use my limited backup experience, um, to back up the trailer. And I actually got it into the exact spot that I wanted. Um, and it, it it's one of those things where, the more you practice, the better you will get. It's just very linear like that. Um, so by the time I was done with the trip, um, backing up and sorry, I just have to talk about how much anxiety this thing gave me. <laughs> so it, if it seems like I'm obsessing about this whole backing up thing, it's because I did obsess about it. So I'm getting this out of my system and to say that I'm proud of myself because I did not feel comfortable backing into my driveway when I first got the trailer. And after getting it into the campsite and, and driving it around, you know, a couple hundred miles, um, when I got back home, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm backing this in. I, kn I knew what I'm doing. And it really was very linear. It just was the practice and everything and thinking about and not getting too anxious because if you do start thinking about everybody's watching me and all this stuff, um, I did have problems. Um, so it was great that I just like rolled up to the house and was able to back in. The last thing I'll say about the camping trip, I mean, it was, it was pretty great. Um, and it was, uh, I don't know if exactly what I needed is, is probably overselling it, but it was very peaceful and it was very relaxing, no cell service at all. So it was really like, what are we going to do today? And I had the dog with me. And so it was like, let's go for a hike. And, um, it was pretty relaxing, um, set up camp and just, you know, poke around, piddle around, um, putter. Put, putts, putter, I don't know. Um, and it was like, let's go check out this stream. Let's go check out this little lake. Let's, you know, all these little things. Um, the first morning that I woke up though, I had a, a bit of a panic attack. <laughs> I guess this is the anxiety. We're just talking about all the anxiety. Trust me, it really was fun. But um, so I woke up and I was kind of monitoring the battery situation in my car. Um, I have an electric car. And, um, I was down to 80 miles and 80 miles will technically get me home, especially going downhill. Um, but I knew I was going to lose another 10 miles over the course of the day. And so that would put me into 70 mile range and that is way too tight. Um, the other thing is, is I woke up and, um, I had not charged my phone and my phone is my car key. I had not charged my phone, uh, the previous night. And when you don't have cell coverage and you leave your cell, like you don't turn your phone on into airplane mode, what your phone does is it constantly looks for a cell signal and just will drain your battery really fast. So I went to bed thinking like, oh yeah, I got plenty of battery. No big deal. I don't need to top it up. Um, I can do that in the morning. I woke up to a dead battery on my phone. Um, which means I can't get into my car, which means all of my charging cables that are in my car, I cannot charge my phone. So I'm pooping my pants here. Sorry for the, the visual there. Um, I 
am freaking out. I'm like, how am I going to do this? And the best option I had was I can walk to the closest campground, which is like three miles away, beg somebody for their charging cable. And then, um, and all I had was USB-C. I didn't have any USB. I actually, that's not true. The, the trailer had USB-A. Um, so I'm like, okay, so I got to go like me and the dog have to go walk to this camp. And I'm like, ah, that'll give us something to do today. Well, through my technological MacGyvering, wow, this is going real long. Um, I uh, realized that I have an Audible phone that I use, or I have this Android phone that I use to listen to audiobooks to fall asleep to. It helps me turn my brain off. Well, this Android phone has what's called reverse charging, which it will, rather than accepting a wireless signal, like you put it on a little Qi charger or, you know, MagSafe charger or whatever, um, it will, it will push uh, power out. So if you have like headphones or whatever, you can, you can charge the headphones directly wirelessly from the phone. So I'm like, oh my God, uh, I put one phone against the other phone or I put my iPhone against the, the Android phone to see if it'll charge and boom, it lights up. Um, so I did not have to, uh, <laughs> I didn't have to, you know, uh, go borrow a cable and walk six miles, um, or, or anything like that. Um, but I did end up having to go to town to get another charge because it just wasn't going to be enough. Again, it gave us something to do, got some food, um, got some coffee, um, so it was pretty nice. Took the dog for a walk. And in fact, we ended up going for like three, three hikes on that day. So it was a blast. Um, the teardrop life is, is it's, it's awesome. Um, having a kitchen, you just open the back and boom, there's your kitchen, um, without like, you know, my friends, my poor friends who went camping with me, um, they had to deal with this like jigsaw puzzle of, of like packing shit and all of that was gone. Like I, I, I didn't even prep for the trip. I was like, Oh yeah, I gotta go. And I just threw some clothes in a bag, threw a couple of food items in, in a bag. And that was it. Um, it was so nice to just be like, Oh, go pick up the trailer and boom off, off I was, um, to change from like having a week of prep to about a half hour of prep um, was seriously awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And then the pack up experience was also awesome. It took like seriously maybe an hour and a half to two hours to pack up um, when we went to Idaho. And yeah, it was like I had three other people with me, but like most of that stuff I would have taken anyways. Um, to have such little amount and then having this extra trailer to store stuff, I didn't have, I had plenty of room to, to pack everything. Um, so it just fit that middle ground. Uh, Sarah was like, I don't understand the point if it doesn't have a toilet. And it, I actually like that because I don't want to have to deal with these like black tanks where I have to go empty out somebody's poop. Um, like let's go use nature for that. Or let's go use like one of the provided, um, like outhouses things. Um, and so that's what me and the dog did. And we had a blast. It was absolutely fun. Um, perfect weather. And just the, the dog loved camping. She's, she's just pouting now. And, um, yeah, with that, I will let you go. This is a long one. Bye. Bye.